Hello and welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. The video or the podcast you're about to watch or listen to was recorded at the British and International Franchise Exhibition at Olympia. It was a very busy event, so there was a little bit of background noise, so it wasn't filmed in a recording studio or anything like that, but it is a really interesting conversation. Hope you enjoy it. So, hello, welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. We're at the British and International Franchise Exhibition at Olympia, and I'm joined by Kerry Bella from Subway. Thank you. Welcome. So tell us a little bit, I know about Subway, but tell us a little bit about Subway and tell us about your role in Subway as well. Yeah, so I'm Kerry Bella, I'm Head of New Business Development for Subway. So I look at recruiting new franchisees and corporate partners to the brand. Um, Subway, we've been operating since 1965. We have 2,300 restaurants here in the UK and Ireland and we're looking to expand over the next five years by an additional 500 restaurants. It's a very exciting time to join the brand. Lots of new innovation with digital menu boards, kiosks, menu changes, so really good time to be part of the franchise yeah nice. it's, it's such a recognizable brand as well like there's yeah. subway like in every town and like I've, yeah i've been in subway loads like, everyone who's watching this will have yeah. been in subway at some point yeah um what's a typical franchisee look like when they come when they come on board what kind of background do they come from every single background we don't have a typical franchise We've got um, franchisees that come from the corporate world. We've got franchisees that are father-son partnerships. We've got corporate partners, literally anything. We've got a great team here in the UK that trains our franchisees and a great support system. So we can bring on franchise partners as long as they've got the right business acumen, uh, the right capital to invest in the stores and grow. We want to be working with multi-unit operators. Um, we can help them to realise their dream as a Subway franchisee. I was going to ask about the multi-unit fran- uh, operators. How many of those do you have? loads yeah. <laughs> yeah most of our um, portfolio is we've got 2300 restaurants we've got over 700 franchisees but we work with the likes of euro garages sodexo mfg you know we've got some really big corporate partners who have multiple stores with us yeah because there's like subway within petrol stations there is, yeah. Stuff, yeah we've got about 500 stores within that type of environment so big part of our portfolio and again growing as well so we're working with asda as well um, growing their estate as well so you mentioned in like the, just before talking about um, when we before we start recording, you mentioned you have been ab- absent yep. from previous shows. Why is that, and why why did you choose to come back now? Um, previously, the um, management structure was different here in the UK, so a lot of the functions of like recruitment in franchisees was held by the team in America. Uh, we've now got a centralised team here in London. So there's um, it's headed up by Nigel Doughty. He's our MD, and he's brought in a senior team here in the UK. There's about 100 of us now, based all across the UK, that actually run and operate the business. So we've never had that kind of football, sorry, presence in the market to have someone come to a show. So um, that was part of our new strategy: is to get more people, get back in front of everybody, and tell them we are on the radar and we're open for franchising. I think everyone knows the brand, like you said. We've got really great brand awareness, but I think people don't necessarily realise we've still got the opportunity to grow and we're looking for franchisees so that's why we're back on them on the show. Yeah nice. You mentioned that America as well there. What's is there like a connection between the UK and the US? Like do, do you sort of cross over with ideas and Yeah yeah so the business like is owned by the it, it, the business is owned by the DeLuca and Book family. It's just been bought out by Vought Capital. So we're going through that process at the minute. So America is part of that process, but uh, we have a big foothold here in the UK. 
We have 40,000 restaurants globally in over 100 countries, but the UK has 2,300 restaurants, so we're a big entity in that big machine. So we do collaborate really well with America, and our teams are often over in America at the conferences and sharing ideas and making sure that we're bringing out the right ideas and testing them here in the UK as well, because we're a different market. We're a tiny little island compared to America, but we've got a lot of opportunity to share and test things out here as well. Is there stuff that works in America that doesn't work here? Well, I don't think so, because I think the brand is synonymously known for the whole, you know, create your own. And we've just launched Subway Series back in um, May last year. Uh, that was tested over in America, and it worked really well. So we've got different different variations of those subs, but still the concept's the same. We're hoping that, obviously, the new sidekicks that they've just launched in America will be over in the UK shortly, you know, with the, the cookies and the cinnamon bonds and all those type <laughs> of things. So, yeah. Yeah, cinnamon bonds have become a massive thing, haven't they? Massive, yeah. Do you think that's... That, I don't, did you watch Better Call Saul? So that he works at a Cinnabon. Does he? Uh, and I think it's like maybe become out of that. Like um. And Breaking Bad, I think he works in, he works in a Cinnabon in Breaking Bad as well. Oh. Yeah. There you know, go. TV does stuff. <laughs> um, it'd be good if he works, was working at a Subway, wouldn't it? Would it would be, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Quite yeah. iconic. I think Subway's been in films though, it must have been. Yeah, we've been in loads yeah. of films, yeah. And we obviously sponsored Love Island last year. Right. We did. Uh, Big Brother, we sponsored that as well. So again, back on TV and getting that presence up for us. But yeah, there is a couple of iconic films where we use them in our marketing reels where there's the subway in the background and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, there was something, uh, something on Netflix I saw and there was like Subway, they were eating Subway. Yeah. No, it was um, Cougar Town. Cougar Town. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's like 10 years ago. But like they, they were eating Subway and there was like they were at a Subway. And it was just like that is so like product placement is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Very Town. iconic. I'll watch Cougar Town. Courtney Cox is in it. There we go. Yeah. I'll put it on my list of things to watch. <laughs> so going back to franchising. Uh, <laughs> we thought we got off on a massive tangent. That's there. all right. Um, what's a typical day of a franchisee look like? I, I guess it's different from like a single unit to multi unit, but like what does a typical day look like? Uh, for our franchisees, it's like in all franchisees, it's depending on what role you've got in, it's hands-on. You know, we have to get start up early. We we have a breakfast range as well now, so that's really important for us to plug that with our guests. Um, so we bake all of our bread in store, so it's not you know shipped in from somewhere else. So that's the first process that they'll do in the morning. They'll bake fresh all their cookies and their breads, uh, and then prep all of the vegetables and salads for the day as well. Um, making sure the restaurant's looking great, you know that's really important. You know we've gone through a big uh, transformation of our business with remodeling, so we're getting our restaurants to look really great inside and out, and then that matches our menus as well. And then the guest experience is much better as well. Uh, and then it's important to keep on top of their marketing, their customer surveys, and just serving our guests. You know, our main priority is to delight our guests, and that's what the franchisees focus on day in, day out. And our customer service is outstanding. You mentioned remodeling, and you mentioned technology earlier. What kind of has, what kind of brought that on? Like bringing like this new technology and like the boards and stuff like that. Yeah, so we're on a five-year transformation, and we're in year three of our transformation, which was set quite a long time ago, as I mentioned. Um, and that is to make sure that we're getting the right things for our customers. So we call it order anxiety. So we have a young demographic in our um, customers. They're 16 to 35. Um, and if you meet any teenagers, they don't want to talk to you. So we've identified that having the new menus is a pick and point. So we're the only QSR that doesn't really have a menu board. You know, Burger King have the, wa uh, the big the waffle, sorry. McDonald's have the Big Mac and they can just go in and pick and point. Whereas we didn't have that. So series, they can do that now. There's like chef-inspired builds. So all still freshly prepared for you. We just pick and say, I'll have a meatless filly, I'll have a ball or whatever it is. 
And to complement that, we introduced the kiosks, which are the self-service kiosks, yeah. which are really useful because, again, it allows customers to choose what they want. There's less anxiety and also less guilt if they want to have a cookie on the side or they want to have a full I saw fat this, coke. Yeah, I saw that people spend more. They do, yeah. Because there's no, they don't feel like, oh, yeah, because they can have like two of something. Yeah, and no one's judging them. Yeah. So not that anyone judges them anyway, but no. people have that perception. So we've already seen, so we launched them at the back end of last year and we've already seen an increase in check and increase in the um, volume of what people are ordering as well. So really positive signs early on. Nice. What do you think sets Subway apart from competitors? I think the good thing with Subway is uh, we're not a cookie cutter approach. Um, you know, we have 2,300 stores here in the UK and Ireland and we take each opportunity and make sure it's the right opportunity for the franchisee, the right format, and we want to make sure that we're looking at the location. So, for example, we had a grade one listed building presented to us the other day. You know, we have to be sensitive to that requirement, whereas some brands can't flex. You know, we go from, you know, a kiosk in a small kind of uh, Greenwich station, for example, we've got like an air stream caravan, basically is a subway all the way up to a drive-through in Swindon and Wakefield. So, you know, the brand is really great to mould into different formats yeah. and having the team here in the UK. And I think the thing that differentiates us as well is it's all about that fresh product. You know, it's not pre-prepared. It's all fresh in front of you and you get to customise it. I'm the most fussy vegetarian in the world. So being able to go into a store and just say, I'll have that, 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 cut in half and heated. You know, you don't have that flexibility with a lot of the mainstream QSRs, which is where we really stand out the healthier choices we're seen as. Yeah, nice. Um, one of the questions I love to ask franchisees, and it's, just, it's interesting to hear the answer because usually at a particular franchise, they all give a very similar answer. Yeah. When you ask your franchisees like why they chose Subway, what do they say? I think for us, it's that brand recognition. You know, it's a proven model. We started operating in 1965. We've grown very quickly um, over those years. We've the largest QSR in the world. And I think that's what really kind of brings franchisees coming back and opening more and more stores. We've got a couple of franchisees at the show yesterday and today. One of them's got 20 stores. One of them's got 14. Lavanya was on one of your stages yesterday. Uh, we've got Chris Seymour here today doing one of the panel talks. He's got multiple units. He's just opened at Canary Wharf. So, you know, the brand is really iconic. So when they are talking to landlords uh, to open a new store, the brand speaks for itself. And I think that really is what encourages franchisees to come to become a franchisee with us. Were there, were there multi-unit franchisees as well? Do they have like all sorts of different sizes of stores yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah, different sizes, different locations, different formats. You know, some will work in petrol stations, some will work in high streets, some will work in, you know, um, we have some locations that are completely different, zoos and, huh. you know, that type of thing. What zoos? So we're in Blackpool Zoo. Okay. There you go. There's nice. one off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then how do they go about like looking for new locations is it always something that's on their mind yeah uh, we've got a lot of really proactive franchisees but we also have a team now here in london that focus on that so we have quite a sophisticated mapping tool that we'll look at market optimization because when we open new stores we want to make sure that we're not cannibalizing sales from another one there's enough footfall and there's enough sales for that um, store to open um, so we use that but then also the local knowledge from our franchisees is really important as well and with our growth aspirations it's really important that we work in conjunction with our franchisees to be able to you know maximize what the opportunities are out there yeah nice i've got a few quick fire questions for yep. you as well no worries um so if you were going to become a franchisee of any other brand who would it be and why oh that's a trick if you say mcdonald's that'd be hilarious <laughs> McDonald's are very good, yeah. so I can't, I'm not going to knock McDonald's. For me, it'd have to be like a chocolate one, I think. Yeah. So a chocolate franchise, 
and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I love chocolate. Chocolate, the franchise. Yeah. Just make one up. Yeah, maybe that's, that's my calling. Maybe I'll just go and be a franchise. Yeah. Or, yeah. I could get on board with that. That'd yeah. be good. Um, I've got a new partner. Yeah. <laughs> Who in the sector do you admire or are inspired by and why? Um, for me, the BFA, like I used to work for the BFA, so I'm not saying it because I used to work for the BFA, but um, I think what they do to uh, promote ethical franchising, they're really proactive and they, you know, they're really about shouting about franchising and putting franchising on the map for all the right reasons. I think you know everyone's easy to not franchise in, but if you look at how many franchise um, businesses there are here just in the UK uh, and how many people that employs, I think it's a great model and I think the BFA do a really good job of you know being an advocate yeah. of that, so I'd say the BFA as a whole. Yeah, I've been more impressed by the last few years how proactive they've been in doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, really, really, really good. Visible, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you enjoy most about being part of the franchise community? Uh, I think the openness and camaraderie, really. So it's really weird, like, if you go into a business meeting normally, you know, if you've got two competitors of big global businesses, they would never be disclosing any information about their recruitment, their sales, how the business is performing. Whereas in the franchise community, you can have... Burger King, Subway, McDonald's in a room, openly talking about how their business is going, what you know, what pitfalls are, how they're struggling with this, that, and the other. And I think that's a really great way. And it's a small community; everyone knows everyone. So coming to the show is like coming back to a, like a reunion or something. Yeah. You know everyone here. But I think that's probably the biggest call for me is just everyone's openness to help and support each other. Cool. Everyone's given a very similar answer to that. It's yeah. all about the community and like yeah. meeting people in the room. Yeah, nice. Final question: what, what what one thing could we do as a sector to improve the awareness of franchising? Uh, I think really it's getting um, more of these shows getting more publicity. Really, you know, I think everyone knows these brands, but I don't think they always know that they're franchised. And that's also a good thing because that's we don't want people to know. Oh, that's a franchise store. That's an equity store. But I think it's really important as the community is to promote franchising and the you know what franchising puts back into the economy as well and what we can you know get through. But I think also educating people at colleges and schools and universities. Uh, it's not something I did business studies at, at college. It's not something that's on the curriculum. So young people who could probably enjoy the franchising, you know, being an entrepreneur, running their own business, that type of thing. Um, we could get younger people coming into the sector, which I think as the sector grows and you get bigger franchisors, um, it's quite an old sector and we need yeah. to put some new blood into I it. That as well today. I've asked two people that question today, you said the same, said the same yeah. answer. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for really having me. Really appreciate it. Cheers. No worries. And um, yeah, I'll let. Oh, finally, before we go, um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? If you go onto the Subway franchising website, uh, that'll come. So fill in the little application form that comes directly to me, and then you'll have the pleasure of speaking to me about your franchise journey. Well, thank you for coming on the show. No, thank Cheers. you very much, Mark. Bye.